How's it going, man? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm, I've never been so busy in my life, but, um, you know, I'm at peace with, uh, like uh, this is, this is, this is where I, uh, perform the best is when I've, I'm literally just got 12 different guns pointed at my face <laughs> and everything's on fire. That's a, nothing like you're back against the wall. Oh, there's, it's, it's, it's the best. It's, it's a true test of, uh, your, your perseverance and, and, and your, your character. But I mean, how's things going with you? Yeah, it's good. Um, Hey, and you know, just to touch on that, uh, the peace thing there, you know, what's it all worth without that, right? You mm-hmm. know, if we can't sleep good at night, um, I love that. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, and being busy is good. You know, take action, fill up that calendar, and uh, you know, the momentum starts coming. So, first off, Wayne, I'd like to uh, take the opportunity to congratulate you. Oh yeah, you got a big accolade here, eh? Um, number ten real estate investing podcast in Canada. That was that was a that was a really nice uh, surprise. Um, it's funny I didn't get notified. I just um, <laughs> I saw somebody another podcaster on uh, on Instagram share it, and I'm like, wait a second, I, let's see if I'm on this thing. You know, I'm just curious. And I look and I'm number 10 and I'm like, this is amazing. 10 in the, of 40 in the, in the, the top 40 podcasts for real estate in Canada. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's surprising that they create these, uh, these lists and, uh, you know, there's a lot of those fake lists out there. Like, you know, you can pay someone, you know, a thousand bucks to write a blog and have them write about you. And I mean, there's, there's nonsense like that. I thought it was one of those, but I didn't pay anybody. And so I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, so it's, it was, it was nice. It was really nice, but yeah, um, yeah they didn't notify anyone. So why write a blog about it and yeah. <laughs> not notify the people? Well, Hey, that's a, you know, it attributes to a lot of your hard work and, and dedication and mm. serving and giving back to the, the community here. So that's uh that's awesome, man. Big accomplishment. Proud I appreciate you. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's uh it's, it, it is really nice. I mean, reviews and, and hearing from, you know, guests is really nice, but then just having some random, you know, blog written about you has made it real, real. It's, it's been a long, it's been a long two years. It's a lot, it's a lot of work, uh, keeping up on a podcast, but, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, like you get a lot of people to reach out to you and, and ask questions and thank you. And then you start actually seeing that, you know, it's actually doing something. So it's, it's really, uh, it's really great. I've had lots of people talk about the podcast you've been on, um, you know, complimenting the things that you're doing as well. So, you know, thank you for being a, you know, a, a, a reoccurring guest now. This is this like the third time now? Third or fourth, I think even fourth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's no, I, uh, I always appreciate the opportunity and, you know, nice to see those consistent efforts start, you know, compounding and, and stacking on top of each other and, and seeing some of those results, you know, down the line here. So, you've been doing some pretty amazing stuff too. I like to, I like to, I like to watch your journey and, and your growth. It's uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of real estate investors in Canada, but you're, you're one of the few that I actually, you know, I'm really, really like rooting for Cause you're just, you're just a good genuine guy and, and you're doing it all right. And, and, and for the right reasons and stuff. So, you know, what's been keeping you busy? I mean, I, I have a, a general understanding of what's been keeping you busy lately. Well, I'm a big part. I mean, recently, uh, as you know, um, I'm a dad now um have been for the last two and a half years so i'm really actually you know focusing a lot a lot of my time and energy and efforts on that um and and being the best dad that i possibly can be um so you know with that uh 
health. Uh, big, a big focus of mine is health. And that's, you know, one of my first and foremost key things is, you know, if you don't have your health, you, you, you don't really have much and you can't really help anyone. So um, mm-hmm. with, with being the best dad that I can be, um, you know, I, I take health and I break it down into um, different categories under health of uh, a men- mental health. I, I think mental health is the most important um, mental health, physical health, emotional spiritual, financial health, um, and relationships. I mean, uh, relationships are everything. And, uh, you know, our relationships are our number one asset and, and the quality of our relationships determine the quality of our life. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big believer in, in taking care of, uh, your personal life, you know, the rest of, of life and business and things that come with that will fall, start falling into place naturally. So, um, yeah, there's, it's been a lot of a big focus and, and spending a lot of time on, on just being a dad and, and, and focusing on the family. So have your, have your routines changed at all now, you know, now that he's getting a little bit older, he's two and a half, he's, uh, he's, he's reaching places that he couldn't reach a year ago. Um, he's, he's speaking more <laughs> than he was a year ago. So are you finding that routines are changing from your day to day from, you know, when you wake up to when you go to bed? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, and yeah, he's, uh, every day, bigger, faster, stronger every day. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's, we, it, we found our groove a little bit here now, um, with, you know, within the last year, it's, uh, everyone's had their challenges and, and, you know, it was a bit, bit of a rocky start trying to figure out how we're going to continue and, and run our house and our family and our, keep our business going. So, um, Larissa and I, we, we alternate day on day off, you know, so that's, you know, before we were kind of just all mixed matched into one day and working when we can. And really when you have, you know, a half an hour, an hour to do something, you really can't get into it. Um, so, so we've, uh, we found that, you know, a full day, um, for example, today is my day to work, you know, and, and Larissa is, is with Asher and, and taking care of him. And it allows me a full day to, to do what I need to do. And, and tomorrow will be her day. So, um, that, that, seems to work really well for us and it, it has um as far as you know daily routines i mean having a boy having a, a girl or a, you know kids so, something definitely changes there um and it, it's not about you anymore right so it's uh it's all about those kids and it's a reminder every single day so you know the we start thinking twice and and looking at life a little bit differently <clears throat> when we we have a little one to take care of so actual actual routines and and uh you know i've i've been following the same kind of stuff um a lot of my life actually um starting when the moment i open my eyes and wake up i uh our dog sleeps with us in our bed oh yeah (laughs) and uh but that's that's actually how i start my day every single day um he curls up you know he, he he cuddles up and uh there's the first thing is, is actually love and love and loyalty. So I love to start my day like that. And it, it just starts things off. Right. You know, and um, you know, that's the way it, it goes. And then the moment that m- my feet hit the floor, like I, I do like to give thanks for, for life and uh, you know, grateful for another day, another opportunity, you know, a fresh start every single day. So um, from there, I mean, I like to like to get my reading in, in the morning and um, you know, things like that. And me time, 
me time before um, the hustle bustle starts and and the, the work gets going right so you know a lot of focus on that and that really hasn't changed that's um that's interesting because I literally just recorded a podcast on gratitude a couple of days ago and that's something I was thinking about a lot recently was and the reason behind that was because I find that as us as entrepreneurs um, action takers we tend to be so driven towards our goals and we want the best possible life. We want everything, you know, we want more than what we have and we don't realize that, you know, we got it pretty good. We live in a pretty amazing country. Um, you wake up every morning, you got your dog cuddling you, you got a two and a half year old son who just, you know, wants nothing more than to spend time with you. I've got a five and a half year old daughter. She, all she wants to do is just show me what she's done. She just wants my approval. Um, you know, we both have great wives both got great real estate portfolios. Like we got it pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it's kind of hard sometimes. And I, I struggle with it. I struggle with, you know, not necessarily being grateful, but practicing gratitude. Um, yeah. And actually looking and seeing what we have and, and how great it is. And what also, not just what we have, but what we've accomplished up until this point. Like all the, the hard work over the last, you know, however many years, like what we've accomplished yeah. to this point, we should be extremely thankful for that. I think that's huge. Um, and looking back and reflecting on the, the accomplishments and, and how far we've come, um, we, we always do want more. I think that's natural. And, and, you know, people that are, are wired, you know, to, to achieve some, you know, bigger things, I guess, um, to say like, you know, it's, uh, don't forget about, about, you know, how far we've come and what we've gone through and accomplished to date. So we're, we're, where we are is exactly where we're meant to be. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, I think, you know, that there's, um, you know, taking that step and, and reflecting kind of debriefing on life and looking back and, and, you know, giving yourself a lot of credit. I don't think we do that enough. And, you know, that, uh, that can lead to, you know, we always want more, but, um, you know, some anxiety can creep in and, you know, different, uh, different emotions of, you know, not where we think we should be. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, it's good to take some time and slow down at, at, at moments and, and learn actually, and, and how we're going to move forward. So, yeah. Do you have any uh, projects going on right now? I think you just finished your last one up, didn't you? Yeah. I, we just finished, a. Fully, you know, same old model, suited house, um, top to bottom, renovated. It's a burr for a project, so um, yeah, uh, that's that's my jam. The the legal basement suite, so sticking to the model and you know what we know and what we do best, and staying in our lane there. So um, that one's uh, just in the refinance process right now, um, fully tenanted, operating. So um, right about to get a new mortgage in place and and get all that that money off the table and let it ride for you know long-term eight, 10 years. Nice. Um, so other than that, I mean, uh, I don't have an active project right now. I'm, um, in the process of starting a new business from scratch. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, something I'm not quite prepared to talk about just yet, but, um, it's, uh, as weird as this might sound, I, I'm at a place or a point that I'm kind of feel like I'm starting over actually. Uh, not starting over, but, uh, you know, obviously there's a foundation and, and, you know, how far I've come and what I've built to date. Um, but more or less shifting, uh, in mindset and how I'm executing, uh, who, who I need on my team, um, you know, and more or less getting out, uh, out of my own way. You know, I'm, uh, the way that I am, you know, executing these projects, I, 
I slow myself down a bit. I'm, you know, capping myself to growth. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, my background is uh, carpentry. So I'm a journeyman carpenter and, and I am very, very actively involved in a lot of these projects. So, uh, you know, it's been 20 years now doing stuff like this. So, uh, that it might be time to, you know, build outside of myself for doing that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Are you still always going to rely on that, that real estate as, as your, as your foundation for, for cash flow and long-term wealth? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've always known that from a young age that this, would, this would be my way mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, my way to wealth. And, um, yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's always this balance with active income streams too. Um, real estate, we're at the point where our portfolio covers our, our life, covers our life expenses. Right. So, um, you know, it's taken care of, you know, we can, it, it allows us to, we, we have some time. We can, we can breathe a little bit now. Um, yes, absolutely. There's, I'm, I'm kind of right smack dab in uh, the middle of a 10 year plan. You know, I'm five years in, so kind of just taking some time to reflect and, and, you know, how I can uh, execute the next five years and, and get back on track and stay on track to hit that goal. So um, yeah, real estate is a big part of my life. It's uh, really what I know most um, and, you know, my best opportunity to, to you know, create kind of the, the life that, that I want to create for my family. You're um, it's pretty inspiring because what you're doing is exactly, almost exactly what every new investor wants, right? Every new investor wants to get into real estate with little to no money, right? And they want to they wanna get into adding secondary suites. They want to do burrs. This is literally what, like the template for what every new investor is trying to do right now. And they struggle with it. They struggle with, you know, can burrs work? And how do I get my cash flow to a point where I can, it, it covers my living expenses, so mm-hmm. I can do this full time. So you're, yeah. you're right there. You're like the perfect model of it. So, you know, why don't we, why don't we go back to the burrs a little bit? Because um, it is literally what everybody wants to do because what they want to do is they want to take their money, the little that they have, and they want to recycle it and they want to buy more and more properties. So, you know, um, do you actually do you, since we're on a podcast, do you mind explaining what a burr is so that, you know, anyone who's listening for the for first sure. time, they have an understanding? No, absolutely. Um, kind of the, the cool thing about just doing this live and winging it, right? It can, this conversation can go in many different directions. So yeah, um, we didn't discuss this. Uh, we just said, Hey man, we should have a chat. We haven't caught <laughs> up in months and we've been talking about this for a while. Like, why don't we just get on just have coffee and, uh, and just chat about what's going on in our lives. Yeah, so completely yeah. unplanned. Um, so yeah, no, going back, I mean, like, you know, five years ago, this was kind of my dream. Of, of where, where I am today. So, you know, not to lose sight of that, that, you know, quote unquote, living the dream, you know, um, five years ago, this, this is everything that I ever wanted to do. Um, escape the rat race, yeah. you know, where, where, where your passive income or, or positive cash flow from your properties cover your life expenses. So, you know, we're, we're right at that point. So not to lose sight of that is pretty big that, you know, um, that's accomplished and, you know, allows us to, to, you know, some time and some, some freedom to, to do what we want. So, um, burrs, so burrs, very common, um, hot topic for sure. Uh, buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat, you know, so that's, that's the model. That's the system. Um, you know, at a very high level, 
Um, so it's a it's a way to to use initial investment capital um, and and invest it and allow yourself to put it into a project and refinance and get it back out of a project with very little left in and reuse it and keep keep growing um, with that same initial capital. So, I mean, in a nutshell, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Super simple. Yeah. Right. Uh, it sounds very, simple, but obviously it's not simple not much. easy. Yeah. There's a lot of moving pieces um, that are outside of your control. Obviously like appraisal, you're in the middle of refinancing right now. So I'm assuming, you know, you're probably stressing out big time, but where's the appraiser going to come in? Right. You never, you never know. You have a good idea, but it's at the mercy yeah. of, um, you know, an appraiser. You don't know if it's going to come in yeah. at 470 or 430. It can yeah. dramatically change the amount of money that you get back. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, really one of the most important numbers and key metrics is, is the ARV, the after repaired value. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a very important number. Um, you need to have dialed in before you even start and have a good idea of where you're going to be in the end when you end up. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, we, this, this project was a bit unique in that way. Um, I think we're going to hit right on where we want to, um, because we, we actually had an appraisal when the main floor was complete. Um, you know, so, and, and it was in, in the high, you know, 300, not, not far off. I mean, 50, 50,000, I guess, less of where we want to be when we complete the basement suite. With, with just the main floor done. So, so when you add in the main, uh, when you add in the secondary suite in the basement, um, you know, we should be coming in right, right where we want to be in the, the low, you know, I would lo love to see a, a 425. Um, you know, we kind of based worst case scenario, all our numbers on a 400,000 ARV, 415 in that ballpark. Um, I think, I think we'll come in pretty strong. Um, the quality of the products there, uh, the rents, the leases are in place, the rents prove it. You know, we should have no problem I'm, uh, in the process of putting together an appraisal package. That's also a big part of it. Not to tell appraisers, you know, how or what, you know, how to do their job. Um, but it's it's a supplementary, you know, information that goes with it on, um, you know, different comps in the areas, uh, a lot of specific uh, information on the renovations, um, the materials used, what was all done and completed. Um, and, and just gives, you know, them a good guideline of, of what to expect, especially with COVID if they can't enter the home. Um, a lot of appraisals we've had in the past are uh, done drive-by, right? So more like kind of the mass appraisal approach. Um, so, you know, it, uh, I really like to get them in the house and see, you know, all the, the work that we've done. And it also depends on... Sorry for the echo. It also depends on the uh, on how many comparables that they have in the last six months, right? You probably started that project uh, four or five months ago, right? Maybe three, mm. best case scenario. And, yeah. uh, and, and you had your comparables for the previous six months at the time, but now it's three, four months later. And now you have new comparables. And if there hasn't been anything sold recently in that particular area, um, you know, that, that changes it. And, and even though, you know, you believe it's worth that, it, it really comes down to sold comparables, right? Yeah. Yeah. The list, list, list prices don't mean anything. You know, it's, it's, it's the solds that are critical and that's what you need to, to go by and, and what the market will bear and what people are, you know, what houses are selling for and what people are buying them for. So. So are you finding that a lot of people are renovating and adding or, or, or that, sorry, are you finding that a lot of suited properties in, in Edmonton, for example, are, are being sold right now? Have you seen a lot on the market? Not too much. Um, new ones i mean you see the odd ones here and there but 
prices have definitely softened. Um, you know, the market's hot. You know, there's there's a lot of activity going on. Um, not so much yet in values. Um, you know, values are still remain pretty flat. Uh, but you know, a lot of buying and selling going on, and and multiple offers, and you know, things like this. So you know, low days on market, things are just flying off the shelf, especially in that three to four hundred range, or you know, up to four fifty. Um, so, I mean, suited properties, yeah, I mean, and most of those are buy and hold investors. So um, you don't see too many of those being sold, right? And a lot of a lot of data there. So. Um, but you can find it. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe not so much recently, but, you know, you might have to go back quite some time, which is a different market. Exactly. I, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm finding that a lot of people that are doing the, the secondary suite conversions are actually burring it to themselves and keeping it right, which uh, kind of complicates things when you're looking for sole comparables. But, you know, it, it seems like the appraisers, at least in our market, have a, a really good understanding of it now. And they're, um, it's not as if this is the first time they're seeing one, or it's not like they're trying to compare it to a single family home next door, which has the same square footage and then just adding say 40,000 for the basement suite. Um, yeah, I've, I've had good experiences. Um, sounds like you're having good experiences. Um, you know, on the topic of secondary suites, um, because you've done a bunch now, you know, another uh, big question that I get constantly, first one is burrs. <laughs> uh, yeah. second one is, is seller financing strategies. And the third one is, is, is pricing, um, renovations. So a lot of new investors that get into wholesaling and they're like, Hey, how much does it cost to add a secondary suite? And I'm like, I can't give you that answer. I mean, if you're experienced, you've got a good solid crew. Maybe you got a contract you always use. He gives you a deal. Maybe he's, uh, you know, gets a share of the profits or whatever. And then you could also have, you know, you could be the GC and you could save yourself a little bit of money there. Also, I find that, you know, for guys like you who do this consistently, you know where your fixed costs are, but you also know where you can shave costs, right? There's things like mechanical, there's things like electrical, there's things like um, HVAC. Those are things that don't change very much. They're fixed, right? They're pretty fixed. Yeah. So what and are the things that you found that you can shave costs? You know, you can shave a couple pennies here and there to kind of to bring it down. Well, I'm, I'm almost at that point. Um, you know, I have I, my projects, my suites are, are pretty much systemized at this point. Um, they're all the same. You know, we're using we're using the same materials, you know, doors, trim, flooring, paint, you know, cabinets, countertops, like it's all all the same. So and I deal with a lot of the same people. So a lot of those negotiations have been done. Um, and and there's a loyal loyalty, you know, aspect there that, you know, we, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. We treat each other fairly, and we keep going on and 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 doing these projects. So, um, you know, back to the scopes of work, I I got them fairly detailed, and and that's really what it comes down to uh, is 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 communication and effective communication up at the front end. Um, so, a lot of the trades that I work with, we you know they I'm very transparent, and they know where I need to be to fit in the budget, and um, we're kind of worked down to, you know, the cost. What the, the, what the cost is so um as far as that goes i mean you know setting up accounts you know you can always you can always shop prices and, and different contractors um one of the best questions to ask is uh is that the best you can do you know and that <laughs> that goes that goes for you know right across the board yeah. not just contractors and and you know trying to get better pricing and that but you know sellers dealing with sellers and you know i mean 
kind of, you know, sales across the board, I guess, right? So simple. Uh, yeah. Is that the best you can do? And, and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, and yeah, you, you pointed it out and I'll reiterate. I mean, yeah, you can definitely go and shop for prices, but uh, you know, this kind of, that's why it's hard for, for, for someone like myself or Brian to answer that question, because, you know, he's built, he's, he just has experience. He's built relationships and you're not going to get, you know, those kind of benefits, you know, out of the gate. Now uh, to start, I mean, obviously you can go and shop for, you can go to Lowe's and, and look for the red tag, yellow tag, you know, all those, you know, markdown flooring baseboards and that kind of stuff. You're going to shave a couple thousand dollars maybe, but you're going to spend a lot more time trying to find it or worse. You're going to get your GC to go find it and he's going to charge you for the hours to go and find these deals. Yeah. So, um, you know, my recommendation always whenever I get this question and I'm, I'm curious about yours as well, but, um, my recommendation is always just to find someone who's already at that stage. Some find someone who already has all those tips and tricks. Uh, yeah. find someone in your, in your network and your, in your, in your market that can maybe just go, maybe just go work for them on a job for free. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it's not that simple. You can't just go up and be like, Hey man, can I go work for you for free? Like you better show some value because like for me, when people ask me, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not interested. It's, it's going to be taking me more time to teach you and, and to, you know, um, yeah. unless someone shows me extreme value, but if you can show extreme value and a willingness to learn, mm-hmm you know, that's a great opportunity to learn the tips and tricks from people like Brian, you know, St. Evanston, you know, who have already gone through all those experiences. That's my recommendation is to find a mentor. And that's a give take relationship, right? I mean, um, it's got to be both ways, you know, so um, it it can't just be take, 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 you know, eventually there'll be no more giving when that comes to, right? So it's got to be both ways, Um, you know, so, and, and that's huge. I mean, you know, people starting out going, going, going to work for free, going to, to work, to, to learn instead of earn. And, uh, you know, the past project that that's, that's how really how that relationship started out. Um, and, and, uh, you know, he, the fellow that I'm, uh, you know, we're doing the project with, I was going to uh, ask you about uh, him because I've seen a lot about him. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. you know, he showed the initiative, you know, he showed the drive, he showed the willingness to learn. He volunteered his time to come help and work. He came and worked for me for free, you know, and it helped me. And, and in turn, we were able to help him, um, you know, and, uh, you know, so now he's, uh, it, this is his project. This is the first uh, suited house that he's, his first investment property. So um, it's, it's a bit of the, the house hack um, situation where, where he's living in the basement. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the month, he's going to be close to living for free, you know with with the main floor and not many people really have the discipline to live in the basement because you're going to get higher rents on the main floor Mm -hmm. um you know this is this is very similar to how i started out in real estate you know renting out my uh, a condo that i had when i was 18 years old and renting out bedrooms you know 500 dollars a bedroom type thing to three to three of my friends that were tenants paying me for rent and and i was living for free you know so i got a lot of respect for that and that's you know um you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes with that and, and delayed gratification. So, you know, that's, that's, that's huge. Good for him though. I mean, you know, I, I kind of followed his story. I mean, from what you shared on social media and I thought that's just amazing because I see lots of people coming through. Like I said, lots of people yeah. contact me on a weekly basis saying, Hey man, can I, you know, can I bug you for a couple hours, a little chit chat or, Hey, do you mind if I come and work for you for free? 
And I just, in my experience that, you know, it's a, it's only a small percentage of the people that will actually go out and do it. And it sounds like, you know, you found just a really solid, you know, guy who really wanted to, to, you know, change his life to learn. And uh, that's pretty amazing. It must feel great for you. But it, it's fulfilling, right? I mean, that's, uh, that's in my own little way of, of giving back and helping him, you know, you know, achieve some, some, a little bit of success in his life and, and get his feet on the ground and start off. Right. Like, you know, and, and I, I saw that early in, in him, um, his willingness to, to do the work, you know, he had the drive, um, and, and he took action and, and here we are. So it worked out well, you know, for, for everybody. So it was a really good experience and, you know, hopefully it can do more of that. It's, it's so cool. Cause, um, you know, we've been, we've been uh, working in the same market and just kind of watching each other and growing all along the same path. It's just so cool to have a podcast, just kind of looking at this and just like, you were talking about five years ago, you're, you know, you're five years into your 10 year plan. And just the same thing, five years ago, I had this plan of where I wanted to be. I wanted to be working from home. I wanted to be working with my wife. I wanted to be able to, you know, spend more time with my kid, exact same thing for you. And like, we're both living it, which is, which is just so, I don't yeah. know. Sorry. It, it really caught, it caught no, me off. I mean, this, this stuff, it, you know, it, it used to, I'm sure you had sleepless nights, you know, staying up and thinking about it. And I remember working up North in my camp room and just, you know, thinking about this stuff and keeping me up at night. And it's, it's all I, all I wanted. Right. Um, and here we are, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing what can happen in a short period of time and you make that decision, commit and, and go for it. You know, so I, I, gratitude. That's, that's huge, you know, to get, just get started, you know, um, you know, and having that end goal in mind is massive because, because not knowing how is okay. And, and you will, you know, there's tons of ups and downs. There's tons of struggles and challenges. Um, and, and what keeps you going in those, in those times is, is really the, the grand vision, right. And, and the why. So I'm grateful. Um, yeah, this is really cool. I'm really glad we got a chance to chat. And, uh, and obviously it makes a great podcast episode because it's, it's real, it's authentic you know, this is, this is our day-to-day -day lives, right? This is what we do. And, um, and I know a lot of people get a lot of value from conversations like this. It's one thing that you touched on earlier before, you know, we kind of wind her down and I wanted to ask you about was, you know, you said that it's always important to have extra income streams, right? Because cash flow is great. You know, my cash flow covers my living expenses, your cash flow covers your living expenses, but you know, it is, we are vulnerable. We are vulnerable to things that are outside of our control, the market, interest rates, tenants, things do happen. Right. And, and that is a vulnerability. And so we, you're right. You do need to have extra income streams. So, um, you know, do you want to touch on extra income streams and, and why it's important, you know, and why just not to rely on real estate? Well, you have to survive. Um, you know, real estate, there's, there's maybe a big misconception or, uh, you know, this is all glamorous and, and, you know, made out to be something that's really not, um, you know, relying on cash flow alone is, uh, is not, not wise. Um, you know, you need to supplement your income, whether that's with a job or a, <clears throat> a separate business, really the ideal situation is, is build and grow a business to create active income, then to invest it in real estate for long-term where, where you're storing your money and, and storing and growing your wealth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, to rely on a portfolio alone, it takes a, a, a quite substantial portfolio and a lot of cash flow to, to be able to do that. You know, so it's a it's a very cash poor, asset rich business for a long, long time. Um, you know, so there's uh, you know, it, 
it's uh, it, you know, it, it takes a long time to get there and it, it's a long-term thing. So, um, you know, it's uh, you might have a high net worth, but you're not, you're not getting, you know, and, and, uh, and to touch on the, the cash flow covering your monthly expenses. Okay. Your monthly expenses are covered. Mm-hmm. Then what? what's left over, you know, your bills are paid and you might not have to go to work for a month, but you don't have much left over. And that's, that's the fact. That's the truth. You know, there's so, so what are you going to do to supplement that? So, I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, you need to have those active income streams. So there, there's a, there's a lot of different opportunities within the real estate industry to do that. Um, you know, so, you know, wholesaling might be one of them, you know, stuff like that. Property management might be one of them, right? Flipping. Uh, flipping is an active income stream. That's a job, you know, it's no different than a job. Uh, flipping, uh, you know, you know, like there's, there's lots of different opportunities within it. Um, you know, so I wouldn't quit the job too, too early. That's a big mistake that a lot of people made. Um, I didn't have the luxury of that. I was laid off. Uh, my hand was dealt, you know, it was forced and, you know, I jumped in full time and was able to sustain it the way that I've executed it. Uh, hands down. Like, I mean, Larissa plays a huge role in that. Uh, my wife, Larissa, you know, the way that I've gone about it without her, I, I would have to think about doing it another way uh, just to, to sustain my life. So. So full transparency, obviously he has extra streams of income. I have extra streams of income. I didn't make the jump until I actually, I was creating another business that was, you know, a part of the real estate investment, um, you know, field. So um, same thing for me, even though I had the money there for the longest time, I never really, I was never really comfortable enough to go and just pull the trigger and just, you know, um, just to jump right into real estate investing. It is fantastic. I think that, you know, when you're working a job, a job, and you have cash flow and you're trying to figure out, you know, should I leave? Should I not? It's, you know, if you do leave your job, you're getting a lot more hours. I, I will say that for sure. It, it's trying to create a real estate business, a real estate investment business with a job is very difficult. The one thing I found was that it was, it was a, it was a lifestyle. It was the lifestyle of me getting up every morning, throwing the coveralls on, grabbing my coffee, my lunch, going to work. It, that, that's not an entrepreneurial lifestyle. And, and you, you, you know the entrepreneurial lifestyle because you see it on Instagram, everything else, the guy gets up, he does his ice bath, he does his, you know, his meditations and everything else. I'm an entrepreneur. It's a different lifestyle. Um, and I, that was one big thing for me is that I wanted to get out of that, that job mentality, that J-O-B mentality, because I knew I was meant for more. Um, it's not for everyone. Um, and also, you know, there's only so many hours in the day when you have a job too. So, but it's not, it's not that kind of an easy decision that you also need to consider the fact that you're, you, you're basically getting rid of your parachute. <laughs> you're jumping out of the plane yeah. and you're yeah, hoping that someone's going to come, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're, you're going to have to figure out and build your own parachute on the way down. It's very risky. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, take some, I recommend speaking to other people who have done it first before you go and jump into it. Everyone's got this dream. I'm going to do a couple burrs. I'm going to get a, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month in cash flow, and I'm going to become a full-time real estate investor. And then I'm going to really, you know, yeah. If you, uh, if you look up Arlen Dolan on Facebook, um, you know, he's, I think he posted one today or or just recently, he, he bought his first hundred properties when he still had his full-time job, you know? So there you go. Right. Don't be too, too soon to to leave. Um, It also is, is a means to start your real estate investing journey. You know, you have an income, there's some safety there. Uh, and um, some certainty and and mortgage qualification 
you know, when you leave your job, you yep. are tapped out. So it doesn't take very long before, you know, if you want to invest in real estate before you're out of money and you're out of mortgage qualifying power. So how do you keep growing? You have to start utilizing joint ventures that's or, or seller financing strategies um, and get creative. That's, that's the only way you can do it. So, you know, you, you hit that, everyone hits that wall, you know, and it, it happens pretty quickly. I love, I love inspiring people with our, you know, like just our journey and, and people get inspired by it and they're like, I want to do what they do and, or, or anyone else they see you know, on YouTube or podcasts and stuff like that. I always tiptoe around it because I don't want to inspire people too, too much to make, you know, yeah. dramatic decisions and not have a solid plan. So yes, you can, but definitely, you know, speak to other people who have done it. Um, let them poke holes in your plan because <laughs> you're probably not thinking about a few things. Hey, here's a great example. How about benefits? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, on your own now, all those teeth cleanings and everything, yeah. it's all on you. Right. So, you know, and that's expensive stuff, right? You throw your back out. Oh my God. Massages. Yeah. Chiropractor, you know, all that. Yeah. Physio. Yeah. It's, sure. it definitely so, adds up. That's just one you know, thing. It's one thing that I knew that was going to be, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to budget for this, but you never really think about the fact that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, fear stops a lot of people, right. Um, you know, and there's a big component of, uh, I love it. Uh, you know, being, getting on, uh, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, there's a lot of uncomfortable situations. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, you got to trust the process and believe in yourself and, see it through see it through stay in your lane believe in yourself confidence confidence is huge huge yeah if you're having right. doubts about yourself then you probably shouldn't do it like you have right. to be 110 percent. and that's that's the mental game right that's the inner and the mental game there you know so um you know so you got to get that right and and believe in yourself before you do it and you know heart you know heart align that heart those thoughts words and actions they all got to be in line and, uh, you know, that's, that's a good, that's, I think that's a good spot to kind of end her. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't really sure how long this chat was going to be. I thought maybe yeah, 15, 20 minutes, kind of catch up things. How are things in Edmonton? How are things going with your projects and stuff? And then yeah. just naturally we start going down all these rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. I could go anywhere. I mean, um, and there's lots to talk about, right. You know, a couple guys like us, we could go on all day for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so there's a lot to it. Hey man, thanks for uh thanks for coming right. on the podcast and doing this and uh yeah definitely more in the future we gotta we gotta there's so much more to talk about and i really appreciate uh you know your input and your expertise and and coming on so many times and, and uh, appreciate you having me anytime man i'm here for you so and i'm proud of you good work Keep thanks, it man. Up. i appreciate that all right um, take care stay safe <laughs>